Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Monday to you. It's Monday, June the 21st. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Room hosts. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Today I got my man Mark Narducci here. We're talking about yesterday's massacre. Mark, what was the score again? It was what, 103-96? to 96? It was. Yeah, 103-96, a loss to the uh, oh, Atlanta Hawks, Game 7. Oh, man, this was a crazy playoff. Both the number one seeds go out, go out <laughs> in the first round. But here's the thing, Mark. You know, I wrote this article a couple weeks ago, and, and I talked about it in today's Inquirer. This was a hurt piece for the Sixers. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, there was a lot of question marks that I had for the Sixers this season. And I know you you and I, we disagreed. I never really thought the Sixers were a championship contender. I just didn't. And, the re, you know, the reason why I didn't believe that was because when you looked at the 76ers, the only two quality wins they had were against Utah and the Lakers. And then from that point, it came to a stretch where wherever they played quality teams, they always looked like they struggled to me. And to me, I just thought that they had a possibility of losing to Atlanta. Later on, I kept drinking the Kool-Aid, and I said, okay, they're going to beat Atlanta. But I knew they weren't going to beat Milwaukee, nor were they going to meet beat Brooklyn, right? Today, last night rather, I feel bad for drinking a Kool-Aid because they looked like the team that I said they were. Guys were missing shots. Guys were getting tight. Joel and B came to play. Ben Simmons, well, I guess we're going to disagree on this one because – I felt like Ben Simmons looked timid to me. You know, he's they saying he played good defense, but I don't know, Mark. He just looked timid. It was a bad loss to me. And to me, like I, I described the Sixers in my story, to me they looked like a 1976 Chevette with a brand-new paint job. But then once you get inside the car, you realize – it still has high miles mileage, and it still has an engine problem. Because as much as they made the improvements with Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers as a coach, Daryl Morey's president of basketball operations, they still went out in the second round of the playoffs. So no matter what they did and no matter all these accolades they got in the regular season, they're still a second-round team. That's why I said a 76 Chevette with a paint job. I First of all, I hope people go and read that story. It was a great, great uh, recap, great game inquired. Um, and, and I have to give you your due. You and I have disagreed on this. I thought their defense would be able to carry them. but one of the pro- And their defense did not play badly. But the problem is their offense just shrank. It just didn't – it didn't come to play. And, and – um, I'll tell you, I, I've got to give it credit because he was playing on one leg. 
and you you could see it that he he was injured by that meniscus, but he he showed some pretty good grit and everything like that. The other people, other than maybe Seth Curry, didn't really follow his lead. Moments and things like that, but other than Curry and Embiid, uh, you'd be hard pressed to find people who you said you know, they had a pretty good series. Yeah, I mean, when when you look at it, right? Let's just look at the stats. So you have Embiid who had thirty-one and eleven. Now Embiid did have eight turnovers, but he was thirty-one and eleven, right? Tobias Harris was the second leading scorer. He had twenty-four points, but he was shot eight shot eight for twenty-four. Two for seven on threes. Tobias missed a lot of bunnies, man. Like yeah. a lot of around the basket, right? So then you have, um, you know, you, you have uh, Seth Curry, like you said, he had 16 points, six for 10 shooting. Then you have Furkan Korkmaz, who was two for six, right? So that's the starters. That's the starters. Now, Ben Simmons, from a stat line, you might say to yourself, okay, he had five points. He had 13 assists, he had 8 rebounds, and he only had 2 turnovers, right? Comparable. He played 35 minutes. But Mark, when the game was on the line, he looked nervous, man. And then if you notice, a lot of times when he gets out and go in transition in the regular season, it's like he doesn't stop. He keeps going, and then he'll dunk it. This one, they drew a crowd, and he would just stop. He wasn't even trying to go past them half the time, you know? I I agree with you, and I think Doc Rivers alluded to it, too, that, that Ben Simmons was really, really affected by his lousy foul shooting because he stopped wanting to go to the basket. He stopped wanting to get fouled. And as you mentioned, it, it just changed, it changed their whole game. Um, he was getting it out in transition really well, but he would only take it to a point. Uh, I mean, the Sixers had 23 fast-break points today. You know, they'll take that in a heartbeat. But uh, it, it actually even could have been more, maybe if he would have taken it, taken it to the basket. You know, he did defend well. He he did have 13 assists and only two turnovers. The problem is, and, and he even kind of alluded to it afterwards, where he said, you know, I, I got to get my mind right and all that. He was not ready to make big baskets for this team. It was obvious by his lack of fourth quarter scoring throughout throughout the, uh, the whole series. And it, he admitted it was a bad series. He didn't have to admit it. We all saw that. So I, I know everyone's going to pile on him and, and everything like that, but he's far from the only reason they lost this series. I think, I think if people start just blaming him and not looking at the other deficiencies, then then they're really in for a rude awakening. Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing, Mark. Like, was was he playing good defense or was uh, Trey Young just missing shots? I mean, let's well, be honest. I mean, I'm just wondering, was it quality defense or was a guy missing shots? I think a little bit both, but I'll be very honest with you, Keith. I thought when Matisse Thibault was on um, Trey Young, he actually did even a better job. I thought this was one of – and, and and Trey got by him a couple times, but he's going to do that. But I thought this was the best I saw Matisse on on Young in the series. And he was on him for quite a bit. So it wasn't just Ben holding him the 5 for 23. Uh, Matisse did a pretty good job on him, too. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, I mean, I, I get it, but I don't know if they were holding him, man. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Trey Young was just missing. I mean, he was missing. I mean, he. I mean, don't get me wrong. They did a pretty good defensive job on certain stages, on certain stretches. But here's the thing. What happens down the clutch? Trey Young looked like, you know, he was like, okay, I'm tired of playing with y'all. It's, it's, let's go to work, you know? I mean, down the clutch, he was clutch. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, you're right, Keith. He, you know, he's 5 for 23 for the game, but he's 3 for 7 in in the uh, fourth quarter. Hit that big three and everything. I, I'll tell you one thing about Trey Young, that I, and you get to see a guy over over uh, a seven-game time. I vastly underrated him. I vastly underrated not only how quick he is, but how tough he is. I think he's pound for pound one of the toughest guys in the NBA. Uh, and, I would agree. You know, and and kind of a guy in his first year in the postseason kind of willing his team through the first two is pretty impressive. It is. But you know what else is impressive, Mark? Indeed. I don't know if you're familiar with Indeed, but Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post-screen interview all on Indeed. Get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your, your post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Now, Mark, the road to the NBA Finals our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Now, Mark, I got to ask you a question. So you saying that it wasn't all Ben Simmons' problem. I, I understand that. Tobias Harris missed a plethora of shots. Um, guys were making mistakes. But Doc Rivers was asked a question. Does he think that Ben Simmons could be his championship point guard? Doc Rivers didn't answer it. Actually, he said he doesn't know. My question to you is, can they win a championship with Ben Simmons as the point guard? I'm starting to have my doubts now, Keith. I mean, I, I at one time thought, thought they could, but unless he, he stops showing a fear of the big moment, um, and and I'm not saying this to, to, to criticize him personally. If, if this is something he has to work on, that's something he has to work on. But if, if you have a guy who's supposed to be your second best player, you can't use him in clutch times because you need someone that can shoot and someone that can make foul shots, and you're taking him out of the game at, at key times, how do you think he can win with somebody like that unless there's some some sort of uh, drastic improvement, you know, uh, where he, he comes back and 
And there have been players that have done it where they, 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 they've shown a, a great ability to approve at the free throw line and everything like that. But the Ben Simmons we're seeing now, no, no, they, they can't win with a player like that. Nah, because, you know, right now, like what Ben is, is, uh, you know, uh, you know, you watch the game and he look he looks like a role player. I mean, he looks like a guy who can play quality defense, a guy who can grab rebounds, can do all that, but he's not going to step up and be like the superstar in the playoffs, right? Guys are defending them a certain way. And the problem is it's kind of like, you know, Doc Rivers, you know, it was one of those things where he's like, should I bench him? Or do I want to lose if I don't want to lose the guy? But, you know, you look at it and it's not like he's trying to be aggressive. In my opinion, he's not. I mean, there were stretches in that fourth quarter where they were down one and Tobias Harris was the one bringing the ball up. Ben was like, just like he was in the Toronto series. He was underneath the basket. But he wasn't attacking if he when he got the ball. So those are the things that, like, I don't know, man. Like, I like Ben. I do. But you just can't keep having this. And then when we talk about trading, is there any value? Do you think any – is there any value for him? Well, all I know is every team watches the playoffs, and, and all you have to do is watch the series. Uh, and even to a group – degree the Washington series and conclude that is this is this the guy I want to help lead my team win I mean so I I think it's going to be extremely hard to trade him unless you you know give him away for like a bad contract or something like that and so I you know I I almost I I don't know if this is the right thing to do Keith because everyone's saying to trade him but I wonder if Doc has an off season to try to rehabilitate his game to see if it can be done because I don't think you're going to be able to get rid of him. But I know there are a lot of people that are saying you can't bring him back. So it's it's Daryl Morey is really in a tough situation this off season with this. Yeah, because people aren't going to give you what you want. You know, I mean, they're just not. Unless maybe maybe there's a team that wants to sell tickets or something like that or rebuild. You know, a team like you know a small market team. I mean, I think Ben could play. I mean, he's and the problem is if he corrects what he what he's, his weaknesses are, he could probably be a, a server. He'd be a pretty good guy. I mean, pretty good point guard. But he just has to, like, it's more mental than anything else. He just has to get it out of his mind that he can shoot. Keith, remember when he had that streak before the All-Star game? And I think it got him elected to the All-Star game where he was taking it to the basket. He was averaging like 22 a game in a 9 or 10 game sequence. He was confident. You know why? Because he was hitting free throws. Mm-hmm. He was 85% of his free throws at, at the time. When he doesn't do that, he all his confidence. And, you know, people say, well, he's got to work on it in the offseason. Don't you think he's working? He's worked on this stuff. Now, maybe he's not doing it the right way. I don't know. But it's not like he hasn't worked on his game. But he's he's certainly afraid to shoot in a, in, a, in, a, in a regular game. And now he's afraid to go to the free throw line. 
that that kind of fear is again not criticizing them, but that's we're seeing out there by them. That's that's really tough. That's tough when that guy's supposed to be your second best player. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you're exactly right. You can't do that. You can't have that. But one thing you can have, I'm telling you, you need to get is Built Bar. See, the thing about Built Bar is something that I love. Built Bar is a chocolate protein bar that tastes like a chocolate candy bar. I'm telling you, it's gooey, chewy, chocolatey. Mmm, mmm, mmm. If my mom was around, I would smack her. Nah, only playing, only playing. But it's one of those make you want to smack your mama type of things. But look, it's 17 grams of procreen. Protein, not procreen. I'm thinking about it. Only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, right? What you need to do is, like I said, it's a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate candy bar. What you need to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your first order. Do it today, people. Do it today. So, Mark, was this season a failure? Oh, it has to be. An epic failure, Keith. The regular season means nothing. Tobias Harris was basically saying that after the game. I thought they had to at least get to the conference finals. And then I wouldn't call it a major success because they're the top seed. So no, I, I I I think it's a I think this season is a is a major disappointment. Can I also say one more thing about Ben? One team to work with is a team like the Lakers because he's he and LeBron are tight uh, and all that. And maybe under LeBron, he, he 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 could he could do some things and not have as much pressure. Again, I know the Lakers are. They're in a tough cap situation and don't even know if it's realistic. But that that is one place where I, I think that, you know, certainly he would welcome going to, I, I think, too, because he loves being in L.A. And I think that might be a place where you can rehabilitate his game. Yeah, but do you – okay, that's that's great. Um, uh, yeah, that's great. It would be. And the one thing that you said is, like, you know, the salary cap and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think that would be great for him. But he wouldn't have the ball. Like, I mean, maybe he would. But, um, nah, I mean, uh, yeah, he probably would. But at the same time, you know, I, I think he needs to just work on his game. And, you know, it may be better for him to go somewhere where they just force you to, to become a better player. You know, when you look at him, you know, he even said this. You know, I never had to work on things like that because I was always the best. Always the best player. They couldn't stop me. Well, now it's the playoffs. Guys are stopping you. But my question to you is, moving forward, do you? how do you think the Sixers will be next year? I, I think they're going to try to trade them. Okay. I, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, they're going to try to trade him, but you think they can get anything for him? Well, I think it's almost to the point where they they may not care, Keith. They might say, "Listen, addition by subtraction." We again, when you can't use a guy in in crunch time, why have him on your team? I mean, uh, 
And so I, I, I don't even know if they care if they're going to get much for him. I mean, they don't want to, you know, give him or anything. But I'm telling you, I, I, I'd be surprised if he's here next year. Although, as we say, it's got to take beauties in the eye of the beholder. It's really got to take someone that, that might believe in him. Yeah. I mean, he's young. He's like a gazelle getting up and down the court. But, you know, we used to always say, well, Ben won't shoot, Ben won't shoot. I think people will accept if he won't shoot as long as he'll drive to the basket. But he won't even do that. Nah. Nah, he was just there. And and, and here's the thing. He wasn't even, when it, when it came down to the clutch, he wasn't even guarding uh, Huter or, or Trey Young. He was guarding Gallinari. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I mean, Doc was saying he played great defense, but he wasn't on the on the key dudes on the clutch time. Yeah. And by the way, can we give Nate McMillan a little bit of credit? I mean, no. Second uh, like playing here. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Herter had Seth Curry on him, who and he had like a a five inch height advantage. He was posting him. Now Curry was doing the same thing against Herter and and all the other defenders he was facing coming off picks really well, but they kept taking advantage of it and going to it. They said, this is our mismatch. We're going to keep going to it, and it kept working. Yeah. In 20 minutes. That's a nice job. I, I, I thought McMillan did a, did a solid job with this team. I mean, remember, Keith, when he got hired, they were 14 and 20, yeah. and no, no one would have thought that they would be uh, – you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'll tell you that. You got that right. You got that right. But, hey, hey, man, I want to thank you for uh, joining me for this podcast. I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. And I want you all to have a, a great today, the great Monday, and a blessed week. Peace.